Welcome back to the Kahale Ola Massage Podcast. This is Aaron. And so today, I'm going to start like a new series on some of the problems or issues of being a massage therapist slash business owner. I guess it's me talking about my experiences starting a business here in Hawaii. You know, I've been doing this for about, I think it's 14 years now, so... It's kind of interesting because it'll be kind of a retrospective for me on looking back on you know, the things I did in business, maybe the things that I could have done better, the things I can still improve on. But it's just, it's for some people out there, whoever is listening, you know, maybe as a client, you can see some of the issues behind the scenes of a massage therapist. It's some people coming out of massage school debating whether or not they should start their own business or they should work for somebody else or things that they can look forward to past you know the first couple years or like if you if you are a massage business owner small business massage business owner like me well I'm like a micro massage business it's just myself at this point but you know it kind of depends on your perspective you know what what you've seen um you can always commiserate with me if you guys have problems or issues or anything like that. So we'll start from the beginning. So this is for like, you know, the students that just finished their exams. You know, they passed. Congratulations. Good job. Now you've got to figure out, am I going to work for myself or am I going to work for somebody else? Are you going to be an independent contractor? Because usually that's how spas or spa, small businesses will hire you. When you're going to work for somebody, you're going to, especially in Hawaii, it's either a spa or a hotel for a chiropractor, or you're going to work for a small business, a small massage business, either a mainland chain that's come in like Massage Envy or, you know, small one like mine or one that's gotten big like, um, like Heaven on Earth or whatever. So make sure those are your choices. So when you do work for somebody, there are there are definite pros and cons to either side. Some of the advantages of working for somebody else is that you've got a set schedule. So you're going to go in, you know, 9 to 5. I don't know how they're going to do it. Sometimes they're going to tell you maybe ahead of time that you've booked X amount of people, but you have to just be on call for the rest of the four hours or whatever. I'm not sure. You're going to have a built-in clientele because people are already coming to that establishment, so you'll be just the new person they trust and they want to see again, or they'll just throw on the people that they don't have a regular massage therapist they want to see. Generally speaking, it's pretty regimented, so you're going to stay within the hour, the 55 minutes or whatever. You're going to have a protocol that you're going to have to adhere to, especially if you're going to stay within that 55 minutes you know, the intake's got to be this long. The massage itself's got to be this long. At certain places, the, the massages aren't necessarily integrated. So if they ask for a specific type, that's the type you're going to do. We'll get into kind of the the cons of working for somebody else. And this is more directed towards spas right now. With spas, a lot of times, you're not going to do the massage that maybe you want to do you're going to have to fit it into their framework oftentimes they'll teach you the massage they want you to do to other people so therefore you're going to have limited flexibility especially with time you know you've got to stay on task if you're behind schedule you're kind of screwing everybody else around you and then what i also have heard at spas you have to also 
sell their product, either the lotions or the soap or whatever, whatever fragrance they're selling. Possibly you have to do that in addition to the massage itself. And I know in some places, I won't name names, but if you don't sell, you don't do as many massages. So that kind of motivates you to sell more. So the more you sell, the more clients you have available. I know in some places they do an unbalanced scheduling. So say if there's 10 on the docket, somebody might get five. And if there's four other therapists, you get one each or something. It's not, there are places that will even it out. Everybody gets two, but there are also places where, you know, if you sell or you're the principal therapist, you're going to get loaded up as much as you can handle. And the other people are kind of just fill-ins. So, but all in all, if you are working for somebody else as an independent contractor, you're working for somebody else's vision, their dream. It's what they created. So you're just, in some respects, you're just a cog there. And it's not necessarily a bad thing because you're going to learn the ins and outs of the business per se, or you learn how to run something, what you want to do, what you don't want to do. And so that leads into you deciding that, hey, I'm going to work for myself, be self-employed, and good for you. That's, you know, that's the American dream. There's a lot of small businesses, especially in Hawaii. The best part is you're your own boss. You can set your own hours. You can be available as much as you can or whatever. When it, and then when it comes to massage itself, a massage office, it's relatively affordable in terms of how much you need to spend to start an office. It's not as much as, you know, like open up a PT clinic or, uh, you know, something, something. This one, it's a little cheaper. It's not cheap, but it's something you could do. And I think the biggest pro is you're building something from the ground up. It's your world. You can make your name. You create the vision. You set your goals. You build your clientele. You build your systems in terms of soap note taking or just note taking in general. It's all the things that possibly you've seen either through school or working with somebody else. And you're saying to yourself, hey, I think it's a, I can do this better. And so therefore you're just going to create that on your own. And that's awesome. So what are the cons of being self-employed? Well, essentially there's a risk. So you're, you're financially out there. You don't know whether or not you'll be successful. You've got to, you've got to do a lot of paperwork to create a business, an LLC or whatever, self-employment. You've got to do your own taxes. You've got to get your GE license in the state of Hawaii. You've got your, you got to get your massage establishment license in Hawaii. The hours are flexible, but when you're starting it up, they're going to be long because you've got to make yourself available and then you've got to do, well, prior to making yourself available, you have to set up your own office. So for me, there's two choices for being self-employed. You could have, you can either go the on-site massage route. They used to call them out calls, but there's a negative connotation when you say out calls. So they like to call them on-site massages. Essentially, you can do seated or chair massages. There's no overhead. So you're, it's just transportation. The negatives would be like your cost and then you running your car into the ground. Um, and like I was saying, you're on call possibly, you know, 24-7, 365, especially if 
you know, during busy times, slow times. You don't know when people are going to call you. And then on top of that, you know, you got to worry about going into locations you're not comfortable with. You know, as females, you're going into somebody else's environment, so you're not sure of your surroundings, and that can be dangerous. Whereas if you have your own office, your own physical location, you know, you're at a neutral site. So you're coming there, they're coming here. People can feel like it's a safe space for both of you. The the downside is the cost of the place. You don't know how much, you know, that's what you got to figure out before you even rent this place out if you can afford it. You'll have to, the plus and minus is you can build out the location to your specs so you can figure out what you like or what you don't like, the ambiance, the music, the colors, the lighting, whatever. And then with a visual, with the physical location, you can have better set hours because you can be like, I'm here from this time to this time. And so it's not as, you know, they call, they call on you and you can work 24 seven. So sometimes the, the building that you're in hopefully does have security or locks downstairs where you can either come in, the air conditioning is running or whatever, um, or they have security so it's safe. So you can do after, you know, differently set hours or whatever. So yeah, so that's, that's the first part. That's, that's the first part of my conversation with being a prospective massage therapy business owner or an independent contractor. Um, next time, I'll get into opening the business. Um, so if you guys have any questions or comments, you can hit me up at kahaleolamassage at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter at kahaleola. So until next time, this is Aaron. Talk to you guys later.